Hello everyone, my name is Andy Summers and welcome to episode 17 of Reviving the Soul. But God remembered Noah and all the beasts and all the livestock that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind blow over the earth, and the water subsided, the fountains of the deep, and the windows of the heavens were closed. The rain from the heavens were restrained, and the water receded from the earth continually. At the end of 150 days, the waters had abated, and in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat, and the waters continued to abate until the tenth month. On the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains were seen. At the end of the forty days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made and sent forth a raven. It went to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth. Then he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters had subsided from the face of the ground. But the dove found no place to set her foot, and she returned to him to the ark, for the waters were still on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took her and brought her into the ark with him. He waited another seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came back to him in the evening, and behold, in her mouth was a freshly plucked olive leaf. So Noah knew that the waters had subsided from the earth. Then he waited another seven days and sent forth the dove, and she did not return to him any more. In the six hundred and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up off the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked. And behold, the face of the ground had dried out. Then God said to Noah, Go out from the ark, you and your wife and your son's wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh, birds and animals and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, that they may swarm on the earth. So Noah went out, and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him. Every beast, every creeping thing, and every bird, everything that moves on the earth, went out in families from the earth. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took some of every clean animal and some of every bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And when the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma, the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground because of man, for the intention of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I ever again strike down every living creature as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall not cease. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every bird of the heavens, upon everything that creeps on the ground and on all the fish of the sea. Into your hand they are delivered. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. And as I gave you the green plants, I give you everything. But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. And for your lifeblood I will require a reckoning. From every beast I will require it, and from man. From his fellow man I will require a reckoning for the life of man. Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. For God made man in his own image. And you, be fruitful and multiply, increase greatly on the earth and multiply in it. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, Behold, I establish my covenant with you and your offspring after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the livestock, and every beast of the earth with you. As many as came out of the ark, it is for every beast of the earth. I establish my covenant with you, that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant that I make between you and every living creature that is with you. For all future generations I set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth, and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, 
This is the sign of the covenant that I have established between you and me and all flesh that is on the earth. Genesis chapter 8, verse 1 through chapter 9, verse 17. In our last episode, we saw God decreate all that he had made because of the sin that had infected his good world. Now, from the time of Adam to the time of Noah, we see a complete breakdown of morality, and God chooses to execute his justice by cleansing the earth of all corruption. Now, it's usually at this point where many people would object and ask the question, how could a good and loving God do such a terrible thing? Now, the Apostle Paul explains this to the Roman church when he says that the wages of sin is death. And so in order for God to remain good and just, in order to remain consistent with his character, he had to execute his justice by pouring out his wrath on injustice. To do otherwise would render God unjust. Now, in contrast with God's wrath and justice, we also see his love and grace towards both Noah and the human race, which we will get to in a moment. But first, I want to point out just a few parallels that we see between Noah and Adam. See, in this passage, we see God reminding Noah of the creation mandate that he had already told Adam. And then he commands that Noah and his descendants value life. Now, the need of this command, of course, stems from the fact that up until the flood, the primary reason for corruption on earth was violence. Now, Noah acts as sort of a second Adam, mankind's second chance, which is where we see God's grace towards the human race. Now, much like Adam, God tells Noah to be fruitful and multiply. And just as God told Adam not to eat of the tree of knowledge and good, of good and evil, so God gives Noah his own command to not take anyone's life. Now, the consequence of disobedience will, just as Adam's consequence was, be the death penalty. However, in this case, this death will not just be a spiritual separation or an eventual death, but rather it will be a swift death carried out by man. And the reason for this? Because man was made in God's image. To desecrate an image bearer of God is no trite issue. That is why so many Christians today take so seriously the issues of abortion, euthanasia, and rape because we believe that people are being desecrated. Image bearers of God are being willfully murdered legally. And God, make no mistake, will require a reckoning. That is why in the Mosaic Law that God set up such strict rules against anyone who mistreats a man, woman, child, or slave, he said that they will suffer death because of their lack of respect for God's creation. Now, after God commanded Noah and his family to leave the ark, Noah's immediate response was not, what now, or I can't believe that God would do this, but rather his first response was Godward. He set up an altar and offered sacrifices. He worshiped the Lord God for the incredible grace that had been shown to him and his family. Noah showed gratitude towards God, and God's response was that of a blessing and a promise. God's covenant with Noah is one of grace. Despite the wickedness of man's heart, God said that he will never again destroy the earth with the waters of the flood. And although the story of Noah's Ark was an actual historic event, in God's sovereignty, he has also orchestrated it to be a foreshadowing of the regeneration and salvation that we find in Christ. The Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Rome that all have sinned and that no one seeks God. Indeed, they cannot. This is the natural human condition. We are slaves to sin and corruption until the Lord God purges our hearts of the filth. The Holy Spirit regenerates our dead hearts of stone and replaces them with hearts of flesh, giving us the ability to seek after God. 
Now, just as God decreated the world in order to make things new, so God breaks us to make us new. The beauty and the glory of shattered pieces being put back together as a new creation in Christ. And we, just as Noah did, respond with sacrificial worship. And the way that we live our lives, and the way that we serve our families, and the way that we live on mission in obedience to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hey, I just wanted to take a moment to thank you all so much for listening to Reviving the Soul. It really means a lot to me. I've received some great reviews on iTunes, as well as some in-person feedback, and I really appreciate that. Uh, For those of you who are my regular listeners, I just wanted to take a moment to apologize. Uh, Some of you may have been wondering where I've been and why my episodes have been so sporadic as of late. Uh, There's uh, The main reason for that is because my last mic, it broke. And I was uh, unable to record without it, so I had to order a new one, and that took some time. But I've got all my equipment, and so episodes should be coming out more regularly here in the future. Also, um, I wanted to let you know that here uh, in the next couple of weeks or maybe a couple of months, uh, we're looking to produce some additional content. I've received some requests to produce longer episodes, uh, primarily geared towards more a theological discussion uh, or maybe possibly a book study. Not quite sure what that's going to look like yet. Uh, hopefully that'll come out sometime next month, but if not, it will definitely be out in July. Now looking to see what the format would look like on that. Uh, if you really enjoy listening to Reviving the Soul, I really would encourage you to leave a donation. There's a link to do that in the show notes and you can find me on facebook at psalm 19 revive i'm also on instagram and twitter and if you have any feedback on how i can improve this podcast please let me know and until next time apply all of scripture to all of life